Hi everyone, this is Father Jim Churn, and you're listening to the Pope Benedict XVI School of Prayer podcast, where each week we're reflecting on the late Holy Father's catechesis on the foundational elements of prayer that he offered in his uh, Wednesday audiences with the faithful in 2011. Um, this week, I, I'm excited that I have a, a new microphone, thanks to our campus minister, Ricardo. So hopefully this sounds a little bit better. And as he told me, you won't hear the turning of my pages anymore, hopefully. Uh, so I'm thankful for, for his help. And I'm thankful for all of you for, for tuning in and joining me uh, in studying and reflecting on the Holy Father's words and uh, the, these reflections that he offers on, on different aspects of the Old Testament as he's laying out a lot of things about prayer that we might not have ever thought about or um, considered before. So this week we, we heard about the intercession of Moses for the people, and that was from um, the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 32, verses 7 to 14. And we hear about the creation of the golden calf. Um, an important point that just kept coming back to my mind uh, just renewed something that we first learned about for those of you who journeyed through the Bible in the year as we studied and followed along, especially in the Old Testament, how, how God had to fashion his people to become the chosen people. Uh, the phrase that we used a lot when we were going through the Old Testament, especially Genesis and Exodus and Deuteronomy, uh, was taming and training of the people through different things, different episodes of encounter, um, like the plagues in Egypt and the Exodus itself, the, the time of wandering in the wilderness, um, that in all those experiences, sometimes it might have seemed like it was unnecessarily harsh, um, but that these were all ways that God was trying to help humanity living in this world that's broken by sin to, to learn a new way, to learn His way, and He would be quote-unquote, taming and training them through all those different events. So that kept coming to mind, especially as I found myself zeroing in on this one line in particular that Pope Benedict uh, said when he was talking about Moses becoming a man of prayer as he learned what intercession was about. Uh, why was he praying for the people? And the Holy Father says a lot more eloquently than I do, but as he says, quote, the prayer of intercession is permeated by love of the brethren and love of God. They are inseparable. Moses the intercessor is the man torn between two loves that overlap in prayer and a single desire for good. Moses learns that he's torn between two loves. It's such a beautiful image, isn't it? And it's probably not something I had ever seen before or thought about before because on the surface, it doesn't seem that way when we realize this whole episode's in response to a somewhat stupendous apostasy of the making of this golden calf by the people. When we're reading that just in Scripture, or if you're listening to Father Mike reading that narrative from Scripture, it's kind of shocking and jarring that the same God who saved the people from Egypt through all these spectacular signs and wonders would then turn around and make this idol. But 
it's also important to remember that they're fashioning a God in their own image. They want a God that they can control and to offer this God the worship they decided to offer. The Lord God, having called Moses to be with him for 40 days and 40 nights, the, the fasting, the silence, the people just got impatient and they were impulsive and they decided they're going to take matters into their own hands. Again, it seems so crazy to us. And the interesting thing is, as Moses is on the mountain with God, God reveals all this to him and tells him, this is what the people are doing, and tells Moses his plans to eliminate these quote-unquote stiff-necked people, that he's going to let his fire consume them, and that God is just going to start over with Moses and make Moses a great nation. And then we hear Moses' prayer. It sounds like and it seems like Moses is trying to change God's mind and heart. And it seems like it works because God doesn't do that. But as we learned already before when we were talking about Abraham, God's all-powerful, He's all-knowing, He's unchanging. So how can that be? And God's not prone to the moodiness and the whims of emotions and feelings like we human beings can be which is what I think the Holy Father is trying to make us see, is that what we see and hear in this is how God has tamed and trained Moses into becoming the leader that he calls Moses to be, to become uh, the, the, the leader after God's own heart. He's tamed and trained Moses on how to pray. And he's shown him the beauty of the truth that prayer isn't about changing God, but about changing us. When God's speaking to Moses and says, these people are stiff-necked and that he's angry and he's contemplating burning them up, he's probably showing him the human response and the reaction to what just happened. I mean, on the surface of things, knowing the sequence of events that's just happened, that doesn't seem unreasonable to me that God would want a do-over and take the one guy who's stuck with him and by him and simply build on that. And... We know Moses kind of thought some of those things, at least he was frustrated with the people. He knew that they were stiff-necked and he gets aggravated with them pretty explicitly as we see in Scripture too. But I think as he's spending this time with God, Moses knows he's been just like those people. He had also been stiff-necked. When God had first called Moses to go speak to Pharaoh, And he demonstrates to to Moses in amazing signs and wonders that he's the Lord God, that God would be with Moses to lead God and protect him. Moses keeps arguing with him. He keeps trying to get someone else to do it. And he keeps telling God, like, I think you got the wrong guy. I have a stutter. Pharaoh's never going to listen to me. So Moses knew deep in his heart, he was just like his fellow people making that golden calf. And he knew how patient, how gentle, how kind, how merciful, how loving God had been with him. So God, in this moment of encounter, reveals to Moses in this prayer of intercession where he he appears torn between two loves, how they do overlap in the single desire for good. Yes, the people are far from perfect, but God is infinitely perfect. 
And Moses finds himself in that gap in between. Prayer is that means where we can face those realities and we can appeal on God's goodness to help bridge that gap, which he will do perfectly in his son, Jesus Christ. So that was one major thing that really stood out for me. The the other thing that's kind of striking and that I was reflecting on a little bit was that Moses discovers he loves his fellow people who he's interceding for. Uh, Maybe in in doing that, he's also learned that he has to love himself. Uh, Moses knows how broken and imperfect that he is. He's prone to defeatist talk. He compares himself to others. He imagines other people are more qualified, more knowledgeable, more experienced. And it's been quite, quite honestly, pretty down on himself at different times that you could see that in Scripture. But he's seen what God has been able to do through that and how God doesn't diminish him, doesn't disqualify him, but uses all those areas of weakness and vulnerability where God himself can shine forth through Moses. And in that, Moses maybe has learned how to love himself as well. So those are just some of my own brief thoughts and reflections here and, and as I say, ramblings. Um, Again, thanks so much for, for your interest in all this. And I, I invite you, if you haven't gone on our Facebook group so far, to, to go check that out. And, and please share some of your thoughts and reflections, especially if there's something that I'm missing or if you have a question about any of this. Um, it's, it's always good to hear what other people are thinking and hearing how the Lord's speaking to them. Uh, thanks so much again. And I look forward to continuing this journey with you. God bless you.